Welcome back to another Divorce Confessional. I'm Claire Birchwood. Tonight, I'm kind of waking myself up. I fell asleep next to my son, putting him to bed. Um, but I wanted to come on and kind of share something um, during the weekends and the times where my ex doesn't have him. He's really really bad about reaching out and keeping in contact with our son. And I think I can get upset by that a lot because, you know, I'm just angry about that. It's like, why is this guy who has just as much, who should have just as much emotional you know, attachment and interest to her child, why is he okay, you know, not knowing how he's doing, not even asking how he's doing for days, like, I would be beside myself with worry if it was me, but that in, a, in and of itself can be a big blessing, um, he's been home since Tuesday, um, my son, and so we've had about five days together, and that five days has not been interrupted by his dad, and you know what? He hasn't asked about him, and that's pretty telling as far as I'm concerned, but my son was saying tonight, just out of the blue, it's like dad yells at me, and you know, I try to ask without being too prying, but at the same time, this is a guy who, you know, has issues, clear issues, and that's why we're not together, so, you know, I kind of feel around, ask my son, well, what, what do you mean by that, you know, is it anything in particular, and he was just saying that, and this is coming from a five-year-old, that when daddy yells at him, he thinks about me, my son thinks about me and tries not to cry and it helps him. And that's the worst thing. Like, that could be normal five-year-old stuff, but for me not knowing and only getting, you know, my son's view on this, it's just sad. And he said that's why he doesn't want to um, our son doesn't want to talk to his dad anymore, um, or very rarely, he doesn't want to reach out, he doesn't want to be the one to do that, and apparently my ex thinks it's fine to go no contact with a five-year-old, so he does, there's just days and days where he's missing and doesn't even bother to check in with him or how he's doing, and it's a good thing. It's a good thing for my son, as painful as it is for me to witness, it's a good thing for him to see this early, you know, to kind of have in the back of his head that dad's not, you know, the parent I can rely on because ultimately, you know, this guy might have substance abuse. He's probably not the parent my son should be relying on, you know, for all of this. And I think being alone and really having him for days on end has shown me that, you know, this is a blessing in disguise. It's an opportunity 
for me to really come through and show him that I care, that I'm listening. You know, instead of yelling at him, I'm going to actually listen to him and we're going to have a conversation about hard things. You know, whatever's on his mind. And he doesn't need to be afraid of that. But I guess just reinforcing the kind of home that you want, the kind of relationship that you want with your child is much, much easier when you don't have to be in constant contact or they don't have to be in constant contact with the other parent. And you know that's how things are right now and it breaks my heart, but it's a good thing. It's a really good thing. I feel like I'm able to really get to know my son and really have that time and pour into him what I want him taking away from in life that I know his dad's not going to do. So I'm trying to, I guess what I'm saying is it's positive. You know, the the hard days, the days where you feel like you really miss having a partner, you really miss having, you know, a two-parent household. Just know that those can be blessings too. You know, what you have now can be just as great, if not greater, than what you thought you had. So, you know, in the moments when you're thinking, it's like my son or daughter or child is going through, you know, being in a single parent household, chances are, I don't think it's affecting them as much as you think it is. You know, if you're the one providing the stable home and you are the one going above and beyond to show them you care that you're there that you are willing to listen to their emotional needs and physical and mental needs you know you just you're just the parent that's willing to talk and be open and honest and have those conversations that maybe the other parent isn't having with them and i think that you know for me and my son to have the relationship that we do is an incredible blessing and really, really, really positive. You know, I'm one of those moms that's just super attached to my child. And not in a bad way, necessarily. It's just we're very in tune with each other. We're very close. Um, we had to have a psychological evaluation on him when he was getting diagnosed for autism and even the psychiatrists were all mentioning, it's like, he's very close to you, isn't he? I'm like, yes. <laughs> you know, this kid has used me to communicate for forever. And, you know, we just have a bond that I don't think my ex can replicate with him. And at this point, I'm not even trying to hide it for him. It's like, it sucks your dad's not there for you, but you know what? You know, I'm going to be there for you twice as much. And I think knowing that and reinforcing that is so important as you're building your house, you know, as a single parent. And I just want to encourage you that it can, being a single parent to me has been some of the most rewarding things of my life because the relationship I have with my son now is unmatched. You know, I think I'm in a better place to connect to him and I think that he and I have a bond and a relationship that's really only strengthened through this. So 
just my thoughts and encouragement to you guys out there. Um, there can be really, really good things to be found and having the other parent, you know, not want to be involved with your kid, as horrible as that sounds and it is, you know, there are, there are benefits. So I'll talk to you guys later.